www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, guys? Pretty good. Yeah, doing all right. How about you? I'm doing well. Doing well. I heard it's pretty hot up there. <laughs> it is pretty hot up here. Uh, <laughs> how about how about there in the, on the coast, central coast? Is it, is it hot over there? Uh no, it's a nice like sixty five right here. I'll be quiet. <laughs> yeah, Rissa's uh Rissa's sweating over there in her sweat box of a of a place. Well yeah. I, I was recording a tutorial too, so I had like lighting, so it was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds right. like optimal conditions. <laughs> yeah, especially them be making a recording, right? Yeah. Alright, so yeah, on today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at Disney Princess What Ifs. So, Rissa, you want to explain uh, what we're doing here? Yeah, so it's kind of like a game of, you know, whenever you're in line at a theme park, um, it's one of the games we like to play doing situationals of what if something happened, what would, you know, subsequently occur. So, for example, what if... Uh, the queen from Snow White wasn't a narcissist, you know, what if she was just a normal person? Um, What would transpire in the story? Yeah. So um, on today's episode, we're going to, we're going to do these. And um, each one of us came up with some questions and we voted on which ones we're going to be talking about today. And uh, we're actually going to skip Pocahontas uh, because she was a real person and, you know, there was actual things that happened to her. <laughs> so Yeah, the whole Disney mo- movie was essentially a what if. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, that's not... Who knows, right? <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that really what happened? Probably not. So, okay. No, it that- wasn't. Because she didn't really actually meet John Smith, the historical Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah. They and the historical Pocahontas was like, what, 13 or something? Yeah, pretty young. Exactly. So, we're going to look at all the princesses except for her so let's uh let's dive in let's let's start with the the first princess that had an animated movie which would be snow white so the question that we have for the what if is what if snow white never ate the apple and um what do you think Rissa? What, what what if snow white never ate the apple hmm i think that if snow white never ate the apple uh, the evil queen would still be trying to find ways to get her to die. Ooh. So she'd be like on the run for like forever. That's pretty interesting. What What do you think, Nelson? What if Snow yeah. White never ate the apple? So, I mean, the whole idea behind the apple was for the queen to try and directly affect Snow White since the huntsman um, chickened out. He failed. Right. Yeah. yeah. So she was being more direct in her attempt, but still not in a violent manner. But, you know, with this, if she never, if Snow White never ate the apple, then that might push the queen to be even more sadistic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was already sadistic asking for her heart. Right. So she might actually literally take things into her own hands at that point. Yeah, that would that would be pretty interesting to see what would happen, right? Yeah, that might no longer that might be more than a PG thirteen movie at that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I think if uh, if Snow White uh, never ate the apple, um, then the then yeah, I think I agree with you guys. The, the queen is going to keep trying to trying to find another way to kill Snow White because she really wanted to eliminate her. <laughs> She wanted her gone, dead and gone. So maybe maybe it's gonna be worse than, than how it turned out or you know. Oh how vanity can control people. Yeah. It's crazy. Like she's crazy. <laughs> it it's nuts. Just 
Just because she's not the fairest of them all. <laughs> yeah, she really wanted to be the the fairest. Like the yep. <laughs> all right. So then the next princess we're gonna look at is Cinderella. And the question we have is, what if Cinderella didn't leave at midnight? Rissa, what if Cinderella didn't leave at midnight? So I thought of this in two ways. One being that the prince had already like fallen madly in love with her. Um, so he wouldn't have cared. And then another would have been like everybody would have been up in arms and would have kicked her out. And she would have just been stuck being Cinderella, you know. And oh, with her steps stepsisters and her her stepmother, and like she would just be live in squalor for the rest of her life. So I I could see it both ways, where one she would either like suffer or she would just not have to go through all the all the craziness of him finding her because it seemed like he already fell in love with her, even though they just had like one dance or whatever. Yeah, he was like head over heels after one one dance with her like Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) yeah so how about you nelson what what if what if cinderella didn't leave at midnight so i thought of it as like a direct consequence of um the fact that she if she didn't leave at midnight so then she would have been exposed would have reverted back to being in her tattered torn dress by the stepsisters and essentially her identity would have been revealed right then and there So the next question, follow-up question I thought of was, so if that's the case, would that change the prince's mind? Ah, because she she was not like a uh, uh, honor, like one of the nobles or something like that. Yeah, she's essentially just a a common person. So wasn't she when he found her? Yes, but I mean, like, um, what I'm getting at is that uh, without the facade of you know being so regal and beautiful looking with her uh you know the help that she got from the fairy godmother um would that still matter oh so you're you're saying that he's probably still a vain person yeah is it is it um just truly based off what he saw originally or you know does he actually does that did it matter (laughs) So, so it's that's... so it's interesting because um, Into the Woods takes that into account um, in the second act where he gets tired of her because he's such a vain guy that he he married her because it was about the thrill of the chase and then he got bored of her. So I, I think it's similar to, to what you're talking about. Like, Yeah, so mine kind of has a nested question. Yeah, <laughs> Follow-up yeah. question. I think that's kind of what mine was was leading at too. Where if she didn't leave at midnight, either she would have just been like cast aside from everybody else, or he, if he truly loved her, would just accept her as she is. Right. Very interesting. Yeah. For me, if she didn't leave at midnight, uh, you know, like the question for me would be, does he, does he marry her, or does he feel like she tricked him? That's my question. Like. Because she, she um, was essentially faking that she was m- more than she was, you know. Um, so does, would he feel betrayed, like his trust was broken or something? That that's my question. More than uh, more than the vanity part, it's like, do you, how do you how do you trust someone when they were just like lying to you this time, right? Because when he found her, she was like the the handmaiden, but he didn't care at that point. But it's like she put on a a show to make it look like she was um, like royalty. So you think it'll be like Aladdin and Jasmine? Yeah, like, you know, because Jasmine was, um, she felt like Ali or Aladdin had to lie to her, right, to to get her. So kind of like that. I would be like, except it's the prince this time instead of the the princess. Yeah. So yeah, that, that would, you know, that would be my question. Does he accept her because she she had to fake it? So, but then my follow-up question to you is how come it changed he he didn't feel like she tricked him when he did find her with the slipper right that because that was in that was in the well i guess he didn't care right 
he he just wanted to marry the girl, that girl. He, Thrill he, of the chase, or he really loved her. That's yeah, exactly. What is it? Is it the is it the thrill of the chase, or yeah, you know, we don't know because they didn't answer that in the actual movie, did they? I don't think so. But they did play the so this is love, right? When they were dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. So like, I guess they fell in love after one dance. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That's why. That's the reason why you have uh, that whole parody thing with with Anna and Hans, right? Yeah, in, the, in their movie. Yeah. Because Bad of example, like that. children. Don't don't marry a man you just met. <laughs> you know, even like, even if he is a prince. <laughs> when when I first saw that, like literally in the theaters, when I was watching Frozen for the first time, and that happened just right in front of me, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Disney! You you just went there." <laughs> <laughs> Making well, fun they, of themselves. <laughs> they actually they actually went there when it came to um, Enchanted too. Oh well, unfortunately, I still you haven't have seen to him. watch that. It's not on Disney Plus. I need. <laughs> yeah. I, I, other than that, that's not really. I don't really have an excuse for why, but yeah, I need to watch it. Yeah, but they they poke they poke fun at at that concept too. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, love at first sight type thing. So, all right. I uh, feel like all the princesses happen like that up until it reaches like Belle. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Bell, Bell's Bell's a different case there, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, she, yeah, I think she's like the first strong female character um, princess. Like well, that's the start of them. It was supposed to be Ariel, but you know how we feel about Ariel. Yeah, then, uh, <laughs> well, that didn't turn out as uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Aurora. Yeah. Continuing right. on, moving to Sleeping Beauty, Aurora. The question that we have is: What if Maleficent? was originally invited. So what do you think, Rissa? What if Maleficent was originally invited? Well, the whole vendetta against... What's his name? Prince... Um, or the king? Stefan? Yeah. The The whole vendetta against King Stefan and, you know, his wife and the kingdom was the fact that she wasn't invited. So I feel like there wouldn't be an issue. There wouldn't be a curse or anything if she was originally invited. Unless we're like following a backstory of you know, the live action. Oh, okay. So is that? But if we're if we're strictly cartoon, like I still don't understand what their why she wasn't invited, other than the fact that she was the mistress of all evil. Okay. Um. What What do you think, Nelson? So she was originally invited. Yeah, this was the question that I came up with. And um, my original thought behind it was because she's known as the mistress of all evil. And what if the king and queen actually decided to invite her because they feared of what would happen if they didn't? Oh. So kind of like a, a reverse psychology kind of <laughs> approach where it's like, well, we don't want anything bad to happen, but that like inviting her could inherently be a bad thing yeah. because she's the mistress of all evil, but we could be doing us a disservice by not inviting her. So the best thing to do to try and appease would probably be at least invite her. Yeah. But maybe they were like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. (laughs) This is America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's obviously what happened in the actual movie, but what if you know that's yeah, yeah. uh that's the whole idea behind that question that i came up with yeah so i guess thinking of it that way if she still has her um her reputation of being the mistress of all evil and she was invited i could see her still cursing sleeping beauty um aurora and then also killing people if they yeah. crossed her because there somebody's bound to like insult her. Yeah, that's just, that was what I was going to just uh, like a mean look and she's like I will smite you, you know. Yeah, that that was my thinking too for the answer like if she if she was there, you know, there's a chance of her still saying, "Hey, I don't like you." And then or she like some somebody just like looked at her and she's like, "No." You, I'm still cursing this kid or whatever, mm-hmm. or something said about, oh, why is she here or something, you know? Because mm-hmm. the people would be, 
wondering why did the why did the king and queen invite her or something you know and then she she'd still end up doing something like cursing the kid <laughs> well then we'd still have the movie <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. that's true that is true okay so let's um let's look at the the next princess we have uh ariel the little mermaid so the question we have is what if ariel was able to kiss eric during the kiss the girl sequence what do you think, Rissa? If he just kissed her, like we wouldn't have the whole Ursula turning into Vanessa situation. We wouldn't have, um, we wouldn't have a lot of things. Uh, so I feel like King Triton would still have to um, contend with Ursula because she wouldn't die, uh, and then Ursula would just find another way to try to take over um, the kingdom, and. Uh, Basically, Eric would never really find out who Ariel really was, so she's still denying who she is. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but wasn't it um, if she did, technically, if she did kiss Eric and, you know, they actually fell in love and whatnot, wouldn't she, wouldn't have Ariel gotten her voice back anyway because of the original deal? Yeah, but she would never have told him that she's a mermaid. You wouldn't think she would? No. Hmm. Because, because she would have just like gone to him on land anyway, like gone on a rock and because he he was clearly looking for her still and and looking out into the ocean, um, searching for her. So if she didn't care that you know he was he could walk and she was a mermaid, she would have just gone to him as a mermaid. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't think she she wanted to be a mermaid and she wouldn't have told him. She also tells her daughter to like deny her her heritage even though her daughter is being called by the sea and wants to become a mermaid as well. Yeah, her daughter oh. was the opposite of her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have actually seen that movie, but so what what do you what's your take on this question, Nelson? Well, I actually, this was the question I was thinking of too, but uh, someone had already put it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I would have to agree with Rissa, where in the sense that, um, yeah, a lot wouldn't have happened. <laughs> the whole second, or like the whole climax of the movie wouldn't have happened. And, um, yeah, like Ursula would still be alive. So... Yeah, it, she'd still be a problem, essentially. And, uh, you know, Ariel would be, you know, she'd be, other than Eric, she'd be the only one that, you know, is the happy one. She essentially left her whole family behind so she could be happy with, you know, her man. That's true, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that the movie would, would be shorter, for sure, um, if it just ended there where... She kissed him and then got her voice back and they lived happily ever after type of deal. Um, but yeah, I I tend to agree with Rissa that, you know, she probably wouldn't have wanted to like admit that she's a mermaid to him. Uh, but there's I she she did save him um, and he, you know, he wanted to find the one who saved him. But did he... Do you guys remember? Did, did he think that she it was a mermaid that saved him, or did he just think it was some person that saved him? I don't remember. I think he remember? thought it was some person, and he just oh, remembered yeah. the he just remembered the voice. The voice, uh, right? That's yeah, the why singing he, voice. That's yeah. why he almost married Vanessa, even though like at the wedding he was under yeah he was under uh, her like spell. Hypnosis, yeah. right? But still, like Vanessa was able to lure him because of her speaking or Ariel's speaking voice and singing voice. Okay, yeah. If he was under the impression that it was a mermaid that saved him, he'd be still be looking for the girl, right? But Yeah. Yeah. So another um factor of of this question is like she would never have reconciled with her father either. So mm-hmm. that would remain they would remain um estranged. Oh yeah, that is true. That w- yeah, that would be interesting, you know, like if they're estranged and then you know, all of a sudden they get in a shipwreck or something and then the mermaids are there to to save them. I don't know. That would be that would be interesting. Awkward. All right. So um, let's move on to Belle. Belle's the next uh, princess here. 
The question that we have is, uh, what if Belle told Beast she loved him before Gaston captured Maurice? What do you think, Rissa? So I think that if Belle told Beast that she loved him before Gaston captured Maurice, he would, like, the spell would have broken, right? So he's the reignant prince of that region. Yeah. So everybody would have remembered who he was and, like, automatically he could command Gaston to release Maurice and, you know, everything would be resolved. Hmm. That is true. What do you think, Nelson? Well, the only thing, yeah, different or to add to what Rissa was saying is, um, yeah, Gaston would still be alive. Yeah, too. he'd be alive. Yeah, but I mean, then you, I mean, what, what do you think? Do you think he would be trying to uh, still get Belle even though she's with the prince or do you think he'd be causing some sort of mischief? What, what do you think? What do you think, Nelson? <laughs> you know, he's he's definitely had his eye on her like that's... Uh, his target. <laughs> yeah, but so, can he go toe to toe with a prince? He, he he might, you know, try a attempt to arm wrestle him for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and he'd probably win that um, that fight. But uh, yeah, it's that's it, you know that's another question we could add. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, the main only the only main difference I could think of is uh, yeah that Gaston would still be around and possibly still causing uh mayhem in yeah. his own gaston way <laughs> or, or the way true. gaston could only do so i i would i would have liked to seen a uh a spin-off show like a, a tv show gaston and lafu or something like that because they had hey. a they had a timon and pumba show uh well, on disney channel <laughs> we are actually getting that in the live action form oh yeah yeah which is but I believe this is a prequel. Well, obviously it has to be since, you know, Gaston would be alive at this point. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. They would be like before before Beauty and the Beast, there was Gaston and the Foo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we might be able to see what, uh, you know, the war entail or what it did to him, you know? Yeah. Because they kind of teased a little bit of it in the live action movie. I don't think they made any reference to that in the original animated, but... Uh, since this being a the the show we're talking about is the li- uh, a live action uh connected to the live action yeah was he a soldier in the animated or was he just like a hunter i think he was just a hunter in the animated yeah, one yeah i think it in the original animated they just made it seem like he was the burly guy of the town yeah like the man of men <laughs> yeah the interesting thing about this um question is I don't even know if she knew she loved him at this point. Oh, Belle to Beast? Yeah. Like, was it him almost dying that caused her to realize? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think, like, I think him, uh, the Beast almost dying, and then her uh, remembering what he did for her, like, letting her go, even though, you know, to be with the father. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you love him, if you love him, let, it, let them go kind of thing. Right, that's the point where she was like, "Oh, it clicked, right? Mm-hmm. That oh, he's not that bad of a of a guy, even though he enslaved her." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, that's yeah. I think that's the that's the turning point for her. If if he didn't do that, then she'd probably still feel captive. Yeah, so like kind of Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she just have the the empathy for him, and but not you know, fall in, like love the guy, you know. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on to Princess Jasmine, and the uh, the question we have for Princess Jasmine is, what if Jasmine married Ali before he was revealed to be Aladdin? Rissa, what do you think? Oh, I think she would have been pissed when oh, she finally yeah. found out. She would have been so mad because you could already tell how disappointed and upset she was when he was revealed to be Aladdin. Um, but their relationship had already progressed at that point. Um, so if their wedding was rushed, uh, I think she would have... Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know what she would have done. And I think that Aladdin would not have been declared as um, the future sultan for sure if uh he was never if he remained ali um he would just end up being like 
the the prince consort to to Jasmine. Huh. Okay. Uh, what what do you, what do you think, Nelson? Yeah, I wholly agree with Rissa's assessment. Um, yeah, I could see Jasmine just being completely devastated. Um, that uh, Aladdin went through all that for a lie. She married a lie, essentially. Hmm. And um, you know who who'd want that? <laughs> so. In all honesty, I, other than her being mad, yeah, it's hard. I yeah, it's hard to gauge what she might actually do per se. But yeah, I I I could just see definitely the trust being shattered at that point. Okay. I I always I I kind of I'm thinking that that the that there's a there's a plot hole in here because um, I I thought that Aladdin's wish was that genie turned him into a prince. So if he's if he was turned into a prince, wouldn't that actually make him a prince? You know what I mean? Like if if he wished to be a prince, wouldn't it be true that he's a prince and not actually fake? Right? Isn't that what his wish was? I don't remember how he wished it, but I feel like the way that Genie interpreted it was that he wanted to seem like a prince. That yeah, I think that's how Genie interpreted it, but if the wish was I wish to be a prince, then wouldn't wouldn't the genie have to make him a prince, right? Like an actual prince and not street rat Aladdin dressed as a prince with all this stuff, you know? He didn't say a prince of what though. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I mean, technically, yeah, technically he's already a prince. He's a prince of thieves. Because his, <laughs> his father's the king of thieves. So. That's true. <laughs> so maybe the magic already knew. I don't know. Oh, so the so Gen- Genie's magic kind of just like, oh, you are already a prince, but here's all the goods and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that's pretty interesting. But I, I was just thinking, you know, like, hey, if he wished to be a prince, why didn't he just make him a prince, you know? So that way it's not a lie. It's real. He's a prince, right? Well, so like if you compare Aladdin's wishes to Jafar's wishes, Jafar was super specific about what he was going to ask. Whereas Aladdin just, you know, allowed it to be open to interpretation interpretation yeah which is which yeah. is what you're not supposed to do especially with literary genies they're very mm-hmm. tricky you can get into big trouble that's true it's like you know like when um when ariel asked for legs but you know uh, ursula gave her human legs she could have given mm-hmm. her any legs yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you're right about the genies though they they like to trick the their master or you know give have them inter like have something up for interpretation so they can just give do whatever they want with the wish mm-hmm. like in the in the uh the live action um when when he says make me a prince and then he makes a prince for him right? yeah. like physically yeah. like he just snaps his finger and yeah, then there's like, another there's guy out there. in the distance yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> because so. i can make you a prince <laughs> So yeah, you have to you have to be really specific about that, right? So so yeah, that might have been the live actions like poking fun at that very mm-hmm. topic. Yeah, so that's being um, literary or not. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was Jasmine. Um, so we're gonna skip Pocahontas and uh, go to Mulan here. Uh, the question we have is: What if Mulan was never injured at the mountain pass? Rissa, what if Mulan was never injured at the mountain pass? I think she would have succeeded in in keeping her secret if she wasn't injured. Um, And she basically would have been ping the whole time. So I don't even know if she would have succeeded in preventing the Huns from invading China. Because, yeah, because she would have been in the parade with the rest of the quote-unquote heroes. And she wouldn't have been able to sneak around the way that she did and figure out um, and she wouldn't be left behind, you know, so she wouldn't have seen the Huns popping out like daisies, you know, in the mountain pass. Oh, yeah. To warn. To yeah. Warn about so she that. wouldn't have yeah. known that they were they were still alive and um, they would have been in. She would have been in the parade as Ping and the Huns would have succeeded, in my opinion. All right. So uh, what do you think on that, Nelson? Yeah. To build on that, the Huns would have definitely had a more successful um, surprise attack in the movie. Uh, Mulan ended up trying to warn them since she uh, did see the Huns come like come back 
But if that didn't happen in the sense that uh, she didn't see them like uh, pop out of the snow like daisies. Right. Um, to go off and warn them, then, yeah, I mean, that would have been a true like successful um, surprise attack. Who knows what would have happened at that point, you know, like they, the Huns might have ended up, you know, well, they did take the emperor as prisoner, but, you know, like something worse could have happened after that. Yeah, definitely. I also for sure would think that uh, Shang and Mulan would not end up being married in Mulan 2 because <laughs> he would still be um, confused that, about his feelings. Yeah. That's a that's pretty funny. <laughs> they, yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, I don't I don't think I have anything to add. They she she wouldn't. I mean, the the ending would have been different. I don't know if they would even have a heroic ending or a happy ending or something where they actually save the emperor or something because they she would have been in in with the ranks and yeah. unable to to know that the Huns were there. So. Yeah. It was clearly a pivotal point of the of the story. So right, removing that, she got that found out. yeah, removing that would change the whole entire outlook of of the movie. Yeah, I, it it might have shifted it to where oh they need to figure out a plan while they're in the imperial city or something mm-hmm. like that. But like, what would her excuse be of breaking rank again? Because she had already been reprimanded um, of breaking rank and like taking the fireworks. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, she probably would have been in the, like cleaning the latrines or something. Like, not not really one of the the soldiers that's fighting. So. Yeah. And then the next, I guess, follow up question would be: How long could she keep up the act? That's true. Like before they they find out that she's not a man. <laughs> All right. So yeah, more questions to be answered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's move on to Tiana. And the question we have for Tiana, what if Tiana's dad was still around? What do you think, Rissa? I think she wouldn't have had to work so many jobs. And I think her, her uh, restaurant probably would have been open sooner since her dad was probably the primary breadwinner since it was, um, like, what, set in the 1920s? Yeah. And her dad was, I think, a soldier, right? I forget what he was. I don't recall if they made that apparent. Okay. Well, he was something, and he was the primary breadwinner for their family. So right. she she would have been able to focus on her dreams instead of, you know, um, digging deep and having to work really hard to provide for herself and for her mom. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What What's your take on this, Nelson? Well, I would have thought that it would have been like a... A joint effort between her and her dad where they definitely the two of them would have been able to open up that restaurant uh, a lot sooner and um yeah they would have had for one would have been more stable and uh, happy i mean obviously in the movie that we did get in the story uh tiana was definitely heavily driven by her dream um her joint dream that she had with her dad by to open up the restaurant so if he's still around to to do that then you know that's just a motivation for the both of them to get it done i wonder if there would have been an element of um you know some sort of i don't don't know like racism or something in this because um they're they're in the they're in louisiana and it's it's you know before like there's there's still all these things in the past that were were going on especially like discrimination um if i think the the banker the the banker wanted to increase the amount of rent right or like he he increased the price because they somebody told him to wasn't it the who who was it that that told him to like increase the price on the on the building right um yeah, I vaguely remember something like that. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Do you do you remember Rissa, who it was? It was I somebody. I don't even remember a banker. <laughs> so yeah, because well, they were trying to uh, t- obtain the building yeah, for the restaurant. Yeah, she was trying to get the the, re- the building for the restaurant, but she couldn't because they raised the price on her. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, maybe even if the dad was around, they'd still do the same thing, right? I- because. I you feel know? like it was probably a sexist thing in combination. Oh, because she's a to, woman. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but then it, it, she's a minority as well, which would have made it even harder. I right, mean, right. But having a strong guy male, there, yeah, a male that figure. Would have, a, would have made a difference? Yeah, it's like, you know, when a woman tries to go buy a car, there's that. And if she goes by herself, then mm-hmm. then usually they try to, you know, get get more money out of the out of the deal the, right the salesman right. yeah so i yeah. i feel like it's that kind of thing where they're looking down on her and think that she doesn't have any she she doesn't have any ground to stand on especially it being the 1920s okay okay yeah because because women were not really uh supposed to be opening restaurants on their own or mm-hmm. something like that well it was very uncommon yeah yeah that it wasn't the it wasn't the thing that was done at that time yeah okay all right. Let's uh let's let's take a look at Rapunzel, um, the next princess here. So the question we have is, what if Flynn actually died in Rapunzel's arms? What do you think, Rissa? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, it's that's a tough one, right? Like, because it was it was Flynn that cut her hair, right? Yeah, exactly. So she probably would have gone with Mother Gothel. Ooh. Because she still would have had her hair. Oh, okay. Right? Unless what, what, well, no, he was no, he no, was no. dying and he cut her hair so that and he then it was be her revived. It was and, her tears and, that saved him, right? Yeah, yeah because after after her hair was cut, then Mother Gothel just disintegrated into yeah. nothing. Right, right. Then she yeah. fell out the window and was dust. Um, so I guess if he died in her arms and her tear didn't work, I feel like she just would have been depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe thrown herself from the tower or something. <laughs> oh, no, that would have been tragic. <laughs> I don't know. Um maybe just like gone off as a wanderer and tried to like live her life like Flynn would have wanted. Like tried to live out his dream even though she was his dream in the end. Wow. Yeah. That's so deep. like either like kill herself, like throw herself from the tower or um gone off to be the greatest thief of all time in his honor wow yeah what what do you what do you think about that nelson wow yeah no that that's that's pretty good (laughs) in all honesty i was just thinking that she'd go home eventually to since she found out she was the missing princess she'd just go home to her mom and dad and just be like depressed I can't really think of anything else. She, yeah, that she, was my take too. Like, I thought she was just going to go into depression. Yeah, but she like didn't. She didn't think of like herself as a princess at that point anymore. Oh, of you course know? not, because she she was never raised to be one. Yeah, it was it was Flynn that pushed her to go to her parents because she didn't even relate to her parents at that point anymore. Um, she was raised by Mother Gothel, so her her uh, adopted mother died, and like her, the love of her life died. Um, so she had like severe she would have had severe loss so either like severe depression or trying to find optimism in the darkness kind of like what Anna did with Elsa and like oh, yeah. lived in her honor like lived in his honor rather yeah yeah that's i mean she still has she still had her friends from the snuggly duckling you know yeah to maybe help them with their dreams or something like that yeah because she's she's all she she's the 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 optimist of the of the bunch right She's yeah, always she, um, encouraging people to to live their dreams. She definitely would have gone through some sort of um, grief, though. Right, right. For losing from losing Flynn like that, that would have been just like, oh. And and he was right there too. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's <laughs> let's move on to Merida. And um, the question we have is, what if Merida's mom? Was killed while sneaking around the castle. Another another loss here. Uh, what do you think, Rissa? Uh, this would have wrecked Merida. Like mm-hmm. she was already guilt-ridden with the fact that she turned her mother into a bear um, by her wish. So I feel like if her mom died, she would have to answer to her dad, and she probably would have been cast out. Um, she would have been stripped of her inheritance, and like. It would be up to her brothers to rule the kingdom um, in the future. So if we're talking like in old times of Scotland, she might have been put to death. Ooh, but yeah. <laughs> before that happened, she probably would have run off and like, um, you know, just 
become a hunter on her own and you know been an outlaw or whatever a rebel in, in the forest so her her brothers also turned into bears right so do you think they would have stayed bears forever yep yeah <laughs> yeah so her father wouldn't have any heirs yeah yep so uh what what's your take on this question nelson so yeah when i thought of this question i was just this would have been a dark ending <laughs> to oh, yeah. this movie because um, yeah you guys hit all the points that i was thinking of where um merida would have been devastated the king might have lost his mind because essentially it would have been his fault for or not his fault but like in his act he's the one who'd probably be the one to actually kill her his own wife you know or, true. Ha- or at least yeah. have her killed because you know the men are following him so it's on un- it'd be under his orders you know right right and then yeah so um the boys would never turn back they would have been like had their essentially mind wiped and then boom they're just real bears cubs who knows if they'd even survive because they're just cubs that's and true then, yeah they need the mother yeah yeah to survive and and then yeah, like Merida, I don't know what she'd do with herself. She might go out and you know exile her own self, or be a lot darker. <laughs> <laughs> Throw herself so. from a tower. <laughs> do you think she would have gone out and tried to hunt Mordu, the the prince bear? <laughs> oh yeah, and Mordu would still be around. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, that that would have been a pretty dark ending. I don't know the. It's like, you know, these plots are all cool and everything because they resolve. But what happens if they don't, right? That's that's always the question that we, we have, you know, well, in it's, all these movies. It's <laughs> interesting because a lot of these movies, especially the early Disney movies, are based off of fairy tales or mm-hmm. um, with uh, Mulan, it's based off of a, a legend. So in themselves, they're what ifs, you know, because these Disney movies are like, brighter and more happy versions of these pretty dark tales especially the brother Gr- the grimm's uh tales. The brothers grim yeah, yeah 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 like the the actual little mermaid story that has a pretty dark ending <laughs> yeah that's not a grim but yeah it's it's um what is it? hans christian, hans christian anderson? anderson yeah, yeah. she turns into sea foam right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy i mean it, it, Disney and I guess Pixar are known to to have these happy ending type fairy tales, but yeah, if you, if you look at the real fairy tale, it's like man, even even Aladdin and the Forty Thieves, right? It's right. Like, that's not what happens. <laughs> well, it's because they're supposed to be like cautionary tales for for children, you know. Whereas with Disney, they're trying to be happy tales. Um, there's some cautionary things within it, but it's not in your face consequences that's true that is true all right so let's let's look at our last princess here uh moana so our question we have is what if moana's grandmother didn't die what do you think rissa hmm well moana would have a really hard time getting back on track because her grandmother her her spirit was the one that helped her realize who she was and why she was doing what she was doing. So I don't know if Moana would have succeeded in um, bringing back the heart to Tafiti because her grandmother as the, you know, the, the Ray followed her and helped her continue her journey and complete her task of, of restoring the heart. Yeah, that's true. What, what do you think, Nelson? Yeah, so the grandmother was a pretty pivotal character at the very start of the movie. She, that's what gave her the, the push to actually leave the island and actually go on this adventure to, you know, fix this uh, this error. And, um, yeah, part way, Moana was really questioning, like, am I even the right person to do this? And, uh, yeah, it was that visitation from... Uh, her grandmother that um, you know helped her get back on track and I I, I agree where um, what Rissa was saying that if that didn't happen well rather if the grandmother didn't die then she wouldn't have been able to get her back on her feet 
per se in that one in that one point in the movie in the story so who knows if uh you know moana would be able to find her way back and uh continue and actually do and set out what she was um essentially asked to do by the ocean yeah yeah that's true so do you think she do you guys think she would have uh turned back and gone back to the island instead of uh continuing on what do you think rissa i don't know um probably i i think she probably would have given up if her grandmother didn't you know come to help visit her, her as a spirit visit her yeah. as, as a spirit because um essentially she was like torn down at that point she's like i don't even know what i'm doing anymore and her grandmother helped her remember who she who she was and who her ancestors were and why she was you know picked and why she was sent out to to restore the heart but do you, do you think she would have turned back nelson yeah i think she probably would have but i mean even if she did the grandmother would be there at home yeah that's true she would have so been she might have been able to turn back eventually, but she would have had to go all the way back home first. Yeah, but which then, at that point that might have been too late. Yeah, there's the time factor, and then also would her father even let her go again? Right. Yeah, he might even keep her, like maybe even chain her up, mm-hmm. not let her even go close to the shore. I find it interesting that um, the movie was about like the they used to be wayfarers the the whole their whole society they used to be the ones discovering islands and then um you know with with the plague that was happening with their island would they have gone out and done that you know uh, if if moana didn't uh, go out and re- restore the heart would they have been forced to go and look for new islands just like what what you know getting on their boats and then going island hopping they probably um, would, but they wouldn't have. They wouldn't find anything because. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole disease was. There was just like eating away everything. Yeah, the whole the whole world it seemed to their their world was was getting destroyed by that. So yeah, I mean, even if they were forced to, you still need to return the heart. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think. Um, her dad was so stubborn that he wouldn't have even admitted that their island was dying. So he just let it die. Probably because they just kept trying to find different solutions. There were no fish. Uh, fish somewhere else. The the coconut are rotting. Oh, plant a grove somewhere else. You know. Yeah, they're doing more band aid effects than actually fixing the the issue. Yeah. So he he was a stubborn guy. So I feel like he would just like double down until it's too late. At least, at least Moana was more proactive about it. It'd be like, "Hey, Dad." <laughs> yeah. yeah Got to do something here. Yeah. I mean that that's just in her nature. That's why she was chosen mm-hmm. originally. It's also why yeah. she's um, a better example of rebellion. Yeah, because it it led to uh, an, an actual positive change instead of right. like just for herself. But her motivation of rebelling was for her people rather than for herself. Right. Right. Exactly. She's trying to help her people. Okay, so yeah, uh, anything you want to add, Risa, to anything of these? Mm, not really. I just I had a, f- a fun time coming up with these questions and and trying to find um, answers to them because I thought they were really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Nelson, you want to say something about these uh, what ifs? Yeah, this was. Um, some of them are a lot easier than others. I'll be honest about that. And of course, like some of them were even duplicates uh, when I was originally going through them. Like I was, I had a thought, and then when I looked on the our uh, our little list that we put together, is like, oh, someone already put that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, I was saying, some of them were pretty easy, some of them were harder to come up with. But overall, yeah, this was a pretty fun um, thing to you know to to discuss and like i mean what rissa was saying at the very start of the episode it's kind of just a fun game to to play yeah i think it's fun to think about um what if something else happened in the story because essentially like what rissa was saying the these stories are based off of fairy tales and they're what ifs themselves the whole thing so you can just you know think about what if this happened instead of this you know it's it's pretty fun to to look at look at the stories and just 
change them a bit and see what would happen as the result. So, yeah. There's uh, technically I, infinite possibilities. Right, right. Right. Anything can happen. Anything. <laughs> this, this is why it's one of my favorite games to play in, in line because you can just come up, keep coming up with counter questions and, you know, and all of a sudden you're at like at the front of the line. And I think it's such an interesting thing to do because um, clearly other people think it's interesting since they're creating a whole series, uh, animated series on Disney Plus called What If? for the Marvel cinematic or Marvel universe. So there's even a book series for, um, y- you know what I'm talking about? That the, there's a whole book series. Like uh, there's one's called like for the Mulan one, there's reflections. Oh um, yeah. yeah. The, um, and then once upon a dream right. for uh, Cinderella. Yeah. I forgot what they're called. A uh, twisted or something. Yeah. Cause Kay has a bunch of those, those books too. Yeah. I think there's four or five, books released right now but essentially they are also what ifs Mm -hmm. yeah so basically so there's a market out there for this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it and if if you're interested there's also a bunch of fan fiction that are like alt universe (laughs) (laughs) of course yeah that's that's at its core uh fan fiction is definitely just what ifs yeah i what i like kingdom hearts because it it blends all of these things and then you know they they make new stories in those worlds so. right so you yeah. could you could just play a game with like you come up with a theme of like who you're gonna talk about you do a what if and then it branches from there and you end up coming up with a story yeah you end up with you end up with another story yeah so. all right so yeah that was our episode and uh Risa, you want to say something to our listeners? Yeah, I hope you guys had fun uh playing along with us with our what if scenarios um it hopefully once the parks open you can you can play this game in line because it's it's a really fun thing to you know encounter or discuss with your friends instead of you know looking at your phone it's another option so i hope you guys enjoyed and i hope uh that you continue to support us because we we really um appreciate you all and i hope you're you're staying safe and nelson anything you want to say to our listeners yeah thanks guys for joining us this week i hope you had fun listening to our what ifs i mean like i said um there's a infinite possibilities technically i mean the way we structured this episode is that each of us um came up with a what if question for each of these princesses and we voted on what um on what topic or what question to you know to address this episode so you know we technically have two other options per princess too that we already had listed so we could continue this. <laughs> it, just, could just, it could just keep going, you know. But uh, anyway, yeah, I hope you guys come back for next week. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode and for supporting our podcast. Um, let us know if you've, you know, played this game or if you have some other questions regarding the princesses or what you guys come up with as well. So, yeah, on behalf of the other two, I'd like to say keep your watches Sync to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Later. Disney.